0: Today is the 6th of November, 2023. Welcome to Walking The Way. My name is Ray, and I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in what is hopefully going to become, again, a regular rhythm of worship and devotion. Firstly, thank you, folks. I appreciate you bearing with me while we were stuck in Cardiff after the card broken down, and I'd appreciate your prayers because while we were in Cardiff, my mum passed away um, so we're back in Cornwall. Well, at least I'm back in Cornwall, um, which is why I can do this again. So I'd appreciate your prayers, folks. Thank you very much. But if you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Follow, each episode follows a really simple pattern. There's some extra prayer scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book, which you can download. And if you'd like support Walking the Way, and we would really would appreciate it if you would, please, please do. Um, follow the links in the episode notes or head to rayborrott.co.uk. We always start each leg walking away with our opening prayers. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Father God, your kingdom is coming and your help reaches us. There are times where we're going to suffer. And so we look to you because you've given us a promise. You have promised that all will be well. You have promised that while we're still on earth, your people can have strength to trust in you. And so we wait for you with patience and, oddly enough, joy. Lay your hands upon us, Lord God. Show us your strength. You know our need. You see each and every heart, and you know how to help. So help us, Lord, so that your name may be honored among us. Father, may your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Joshua 8, verse 17. Not a man remained in Ai or Bethel who did not go after Israel. They left the city open and went in pursuit of Israel. Done about you, but reading Joshua during the current Israeli-Gaza conflict is actually quite uncomfortable. But then scripture can be inconvenient for us at some time, But that doesn't mean it's not true. That was just a personal thought, by the way. That wasn't actually anything to do with our thought for the day. But in our reading today, the conquest of Canaan continues as the next city, Ai, is captured after the men of Ai had initially defeated the Israelite soldiers. And so, Joshua is given a plan that relies on deception. And I think there's an important lesson to learn here. Not about deception, but about arrogance and confidence and pride. You know, as I read through the accounts of today, I'm struck by the fact that when the men of Ai and the men of Bethel went out to attack the Israelites, they did not leave anybody behind to defend it. And I find myself thinking, what a stupid. Stupidly stupid thing to do. But I also find myself asking the question, why? And I can only think of two things. One is fear. They were so scared of the Israelites that they didn't make good decisions. But the other one is overconfidence. But I think it's more likely the latter. Though, as I said, fear can make us make decisions that are at best questionable. But they had beaten them before. And so in their zeal to beat them again, their confidence got in the way of their tactical thinking with disastrous results. So what's the lesson for us? And as I was reading the account of AI, the lines from the proverb, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall, kept running through my mind. And I think we need to be aware of our pride So we don't do things that make us vulnerable. And one of those things is straying from God. It's easy to think we can do it alone, that we don't need to make sure we've got cover. And invariably when that happens, we are left open for ambush by those who would see us destroyed. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center ourselves on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today. Read Joshua chapter 8. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word today, help us to hear it with wisdom and respond to it with grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Joshua 8. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Take the whole army with you and go up and attack Ai, for I have delivered into your hands the king of Ai his people, his city, and his land. You shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king, except that you may carry off their plunder and livestock for yourselves. Set an ambush behind the city. So Joshua and the whole army moved out to attack Ai. He chose 30,000 of his best fighting men and sent them out at night with these orders. Listen carefully. You are to set an ambush behind the city don't go very far from it. All of you be on the alert. I and all those with me will advance on the city. And when the men come out against us, as they did before, we will flee from them. They will pursue us until we've lured them away from the city, and they will say, they are running away from us, as they did before. So when we flee from them, you are to rise up from ambush and take the city. The Lord your God will give it into your hand. When you've taken the city, set it on fire. Do what the Lord has commanded see to it you have my orders. Then Joshua sent them off, and they went to the place of ambush and lay in wait between Bethel and Ai, to the west of Ai. But Joshua spent that night with the people. Early the next morning Joshua mustered his army, and he and the leaders of Israel marched before them to Ai. The entire force that was with them marched up and approached the city and arrived in front of it. They set up camp north of Ai, with the valley between them and the city. Joshua had taken about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So the soldiers took up their positions, with the main camp to the north of the city and the ambush to the west of it. That night Joshua went into the valley. When the king of Ai saw this, he and all the men of the city hurried out early in the morning to meet Israel in battle at a certain place overlooking the Arabah. But he did not know that an ambush had been set against him behind the city. Joshua and all Israel let themselves be driven back before them, and they fled towards the wilderness. All the men of Ai were called to pursue them, and they pursued Joshua and were lured away from the city. Not a man remained in Ai or Bethel who did not go after Israel. They left the city open and went in pursuit of Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Hold out towards Ai the javelin that is in your hand, for into your hand I will deliver the city. So Joshua held out towards the city the javelin that was in his hand. As soon as he did this, the men in the ambush rose quickly from their position and rushed forward. They entered the city and captured it and quickly set it on fire. The men of Ai looked back and saw the smoke of the city rising up into the sky, but they had no chance to escape in any direction. The Israelites had been fleeing towards the wilderness and turned back against their pursuers. For when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city, and that smoke was going up from it, they turned round and attacked the men of Ai. Those in the ambush also came out of the city against them, so that they were caught in the middle with Israelites on both sides. Israel cut them down, leaving them neither survivors nor fugitives. Then they took the king of Ai alive and brought him to Joshua. When Israel had finished killing all the men of Ai in the fields and in the wilderness, where they had chased them, when every one of them had been put to the sword, All the Israelites returned to Ai and killed those who were in it. Twelve thousand men and women fell that day, all the people of Ai. For Joshua did not draw back the hand that held out his javelin until he destroyed all who lived in Ai. But Israel did carry off for themselves the livestock and plunder for the city, as the Lord had instructed Joshua. So Joshua burnt Ai and made it a permanent heap of ruins, a desolate place to this day. He impaled the body of the king of Ai on a pole, and left it there until evening. At sunset, Joshua ordered him to take the body from the pole, and throw it down at the entrance of the city gate. And they raised a large pile of rocks over it, which remains to this day. Then Joshua built on Mount Ebal an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, as Moses, a servant of the Lord, had commanded the Israelites. He built it according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses an altar of uncut stones which no iron tool has been used. On it they offered to the Lord burnt offerings and sacrificed fellowship offerings. There in the presence of the Israelites, Joshua wrote on the stones a copy of the law of Moses. All the Israelites, with their elders, officials and judges, were standing on both sides of the ark of the covenant of the Lord, facing the Levitical priests who carried it. Both the foreigners living among them and the native-born were there. Half of the people stood in front of Mount Gerizim and half of them in front of Mount Ebal, as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had formerly commanded, when he had given instructions to bless the people of Israel. Afterward, Joshua wrote all the words of the law, the blessings and the curses, just as it is written in the book of the law. There was not a mo- there was not a word of all that Moses had commanded that Joshua did not read to the whole assembly of Israel, including the women and children, and the foreigners who lived among them. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words of scripture that we've read, some of those words of Joshua that we've read. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we say our prayer today, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been praying for us while we've been stuck in Cardiff, and ask that you continue to pray for us as we we come to terms with the loss of my mom. Uh, Me and my brother are obviously devastated. It doesn't sound like it, but we are devastated. The only joy that we find in the situation is the fact that my mom knew the Lord, Um, and so she will rest in peace and rise in glory. We also continue to pray for the situation in Israel and Gaza. We pray God's wisdom and peace will be paramount there. But our prayer today, taken from our Walking Away prayer book, is a prayer for our local outreach project. Lord Jesus, as you sat looking at all the people, the people that you encountered, did you ever feel overwhelmed by the need? As you healed the blind and the lepers, freed those possessed and raised the dead, did you ever wonder if there would ever be an end to it all? As you hung on the cross and died, did you wonder if your sacrifice was going to be enough? Because if we're honest, Lord, we are feeling a little overwhelmed. The needs of this world are simply beyond our means. Physical needs, emotional needs, spiritual needs. There is just so much need and we don't know how to meet it. So help us today, Lord, to put aside our anxiety and our worry over resources. And remind us that you fed 5,000 people with five small fish and two small loaves of bread. Not once, but twice. Remind us that it's you who convicts. We simply plant seeds and water them. Remind us that you are the one who is the saviour. You are the one who saves. And so as we reach out to our communities, Lord, guide us today to deploy resources wisely. Love people deeply and trust in you completely. Amen.